All right, before we get started with uh, you know Giants football, just uh, two quick thoughts. I want to get off our condolences as an organization to Sam Huff. Obviously, a great player for this organization. Did a lot throughout the years uh, to him and his family. And then a local football coach, you know Drew Gibbs, um, from someone who lives in a local community. I know it's hit a lot of people, you know, that I know directly, and uh, the impact he's had on a lot of lives. You know, this kind of you know ripple effect goes across you know high school football and obviously. You know, high school, college, NFL, we're all kind of connected in the same world. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to him, his family, and the team up there in Rampo. So that being said, we'll go ahead and jump into questions. Anything you can tell us about uh, Logan? We, we saw he uh, is out today because of COVID-19. Yeah, so we're still waiting some official test results, uh, you know, in terms of the long-term ones. He wouldn't be completely ruled out at this point for the game. we got to wait and see, you know, in terms of the test results coming up. As of right now, we're getting ready to place him on the COVID IR just to go ahead and create the spot for movement-wise. I'd say beyond that, uh, close contact-wise, they're going through the whole process. Anytime you have one of these things, guys, I mean, Ronnie Barnes and Justin Marr, they end up having, like, for each one of the things that pops up, it's like three hours' worth of contact tracing, who was where, who talked to who, who ate next to so-and-so. So there's a whole map full of things. In terms of practice today, everyone will be out here with us. The only one to be an exception will be Zoe Carter. He's had home again with an illness, completely unrelated to COVID, has nothing to do with COVID, but it's another illness. He's going to be home as well. So just to clarify, he has a um, positive rapid test. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. So did he, because he's nice, he doesn't have to test every day, Logan, right? So did he come in and tell you guys he was feeling unwell and that's why you got tested? It actually was not him. I'm not going to go into the specifics of his personal situation, uh, but it was something that, you know, drew an alarm to get him tested beyond this once a week. When the vaccinated players test, you got, they have a standing day? During- so it's once a week, generally on a Monday. After a Monday night game, it could be a Tuesday for us, but generally Mondays. So he his test was when? Uh, he was tested yesterday. Joe, with uh, Xavier McKinney is the guy who's in a room with him. So he has, I, so he has I, said he's not vaccinated, right? So would, how does that work with him as a close contact? So out of precaution for all those players that are unvaccinated, we had a lot of them zoom in today to thin out the rooms and make sure that they weren't exposed to being close contacts or being in that situation. So, you know, look, the way we set up the rooms anyway in the bubble, the meeting rooms, they're – extremely spread out anyway. We're very specific about where certain players have to sit to make sure they're not close contacts with other people, kind of keep them protected. And we've talked, you know, throughout the year in terms of, you know, both the players who are not vaccinated being very conscious of who they're putting themselves around in terms of being within crowds and the locker rooms, cafeteria, things of that nature. And then also we have to remind the team as well of, look, you got to respect their space as well. You know, we know who the guys are internally. We got to respect their space that they're not always, you know, all over everything and getting the room right there to operate. You say, you've the possibility with Logan that this is a false positive. Since you tested him yesterday, I presume you... We're still, we're still another test the way the results coming back. So there's still another test the way coming back. But I would not say this is a false positive uh, at this time like we had last week. And so there's also a risk he'd be out next week, right, if the 10-day thing comes into it? Again, these are things, there's, there's a risk of that. Uh, we got to wait on a couple different things to come back. So nothing's officially ruled out at this point for, you know, the future beyond what we're doing right now. So the guys who zoomed in will be out at practice. That's correct. Uh, If he can't play, I assume that means a bigger role for a lot of guys, but mostly Julian Love? Yeah, Love is a a significant role in the game for us anyway. So, you know, Love will be out there playing a lot. Obviously, you know, if you have Logan, you know, there's several guys on the practice squad, you know, it would be in effect as well. How big a loss, though, is not having Logan? I mean, this is one of your leaders back there in in your secondary against, in a game when you're going up facing Tom Brady. 
Well, look, I'd say throughout the year, we've already lost a lot of significant players. We don't want to be without any of our guys, especially a captain, a leader. But that's something we've already gone through as a team, right? So everyone has to prepare every week. We get the team prepared every week. It doesn't matter who we're playing. You want to have all your players out there. But the most important thing is everyone has to be prepared that when they go out there, they can produce. You guys have done a pretty good job on Kelsey and Waller uh, in the last couple of games. Gronk is similar to those guys, or am I just is that just they're all great tight ends? His game is much different than those. Guys. I'd say all three have very different games and skill sets. The, the common throw would be they're all very, very productive and effective players. Uh, look, Rob's a great player. I mean, he's one of the best ever played that position of tight end. He's obviously going to be a guy who's a key focus if he's on the field. So we've got to be very conscious of where he is. But you know, situational football. This guy's had a lot of big plays throughout the years. You know, playing with the same quarterback, Tom. So obviously, he's a big part of their game plan. You said yesterday you'd have a better idea about Saquon after practice. I mean, is he closer, you think? Yeah, I thought he had a positive day yesterday for us. You know, I wouldn't say that we've ruled anybody officially in or out, but coming off the field yesterday, uh, he had a good day for us. Would you say you know, in the right direction though, Yeah, I would say that. You know Tom so well, Joe. What's your thoughts on trying to hand him what would be his third straight loss? I said earlier, week, I've seen this movie before. I mean, this guy prepares relentlessly. Uh, he's the ultimate competitor. So in terms of, you know, what's happened, you know, in previous games, none of that will have any bearing on this game. It's all going to be about how, you know, their team executes and our team executes for 60 minutes. So when, I, when a young player like Andrew Thomas is playing as well as he was before the injuries, uh, when he comes back, do you handle it any differently? Do you start from a different vantage point, not expecting a guy like that to just all of a sudden pick up where he left off if he does move forward. Well, I'd say he's had a positive course of practice for so far, but I think what you said is very fair. When a guy comes off any kind of long stint away from the team, whether it's an illness, an injury, whatever it is, when they come back, I don't think anyone just picks back up right away immediately where they left off. There's always a transition coming back. Now, a lot of times you can get that back through practice, you get in the game, you're still playing at a high level. But I don't think anyone just walks it, you know, onto the field and just picks right back up immediately. You got to get back in the sink of things, playing next to other guys on the offensive line, being within the calls. You know, you really need the competition we had yesterday in practice. Really go ahead and get him back ready. He had a good day of practice for us yesterday in terms of we're a lot of good versus good competitive work. Uh, he had a good practice for us yesterday. Are you more confident in him after yesterday's practice being ready for Monday, or is it still kind of the same spot? I'd say in terms of the movement-wise of being out there, moving around, staying on the field, yeah, I'd say seeing him physically go out there and compete, yeah, it does give you more confidence. That being said, there's going to be some other measuring sticks over the next couple of days we'll take a look at. Yesterday, you said he did team stuff. It sounded like he did do some team stuff. Would he have been listed as full? Um, I don't know if it would be exactly full on that right there, but he did some stuff mixed in teams, some individual for us. It was good to see him out there finally doing some football stuff moving around. Joe, if Saquon has had some down moments this season, it would be understandable given especially the stepping on the foot thing. Um, what have you seen from him in terms of continuing to lead even when he's not on the field? Are you referencing down moments in terms of his attitude or leadership? I don't think attitude, but I, I would think sometimes he says to himself, this sucks, you know. Yeah, I can't speak for him. I just know I watch him, how he interacts with his teammates, and the impact he has on the team. You know, I'd say, you know, I think anybody who's not available to play on the field is a natural, you know, they want to be out there. You know, I don't want to put a word in front of there and all of a sudden create something for him. But look, when I see him with the team, 
great energy, great enthusiasm, encouraging his teammates, competing every time he has an opportunity to compete in anything, whether that's answering questions at a meeting, it's on the field doing rehab, practicing, whatever it is. So to me, he strives you know, to be an impact on this team that comes through and how he works to get back, whatever the case is. And he's done a good job for us right now as a leader. Two more. Two more. We got him. So what have, what have you seen from, from J.R. Reed? I mean, it was kind of a signing him off the practice squad that week when you needed it. But is he a guy that, if Logan is down, is working toward being a part of the game? Yeah, he's a guy that's obviously got more familiar with our system these last few weeks. He's definitely a competitive guy. He's an intelligent guy, and he's a physical player. You know, those three things right there really help you when you play in a deep part of the field in that safety position. He's definitely a guy that factors in all of our safety positions and some of our sub-defensive positions, just like Logan, Love, and Zay do. You know, so he's definitely in that mix. He's a guy that's been working for us on the field, playing. We rotate all these guys throughout practice. You know, we try to prepare everyone that you never know what's going to happen. It could be something before the game. It could be something two plays into the game. Someone's got to go in there and go ahead and answer the call. So he's done a good job progressing for us. He's a guy, you know, that, you know, as you get more comfortable, you play more aggressive. We've seen that from him. Are you aware of the stat or that Brady's only lost three games in a row once ever in his career, and that was 0-2? Look, he's got a course for a career. There's a million stats you could tie in a lot of things. I don't think any stuff's relative to what we're going to do. You know, we're relevant to what we're going to do Monday night.